the pop tournaments podcast i'm jake wicker this is ryan barrett uh hope everyone is doing well it is july 6th 2020 ryan how are you doing uh have you been beating the heat i've been trying we uh i've been you know we had a really busy fourth of july uh went out to a uh, a friend's house for a little barbecue uh you know socially distant of course staying responsible uh, and then we went out to a uh, relative's house for some more, you know, barbecue stuff later that day. And so it was felt like a long day in that 92 degree heat or whatever. But, you know, now back inside AC, it's, you know, it's all right. I'm surviving. Well, you know you know where that term beat in the heat comes from? Back in the day, you would just consume a bunch of beets to cool down. But actually, you just got gout. Just ended up with gout. Uh, let's get to the tournament. We are halfway through the first round, uh, starting up on the upper left uh, with our very first uh, one versus eight matchup. We had Ned Stark, 98, over Randy Marsh, 89. This was a high-scoring affair right out of the gate. Uh, Ned kind of struggled though, not bringing the domination. Um, what do you think? You know, it was a bit of a surprise to me. Uh, I, I was expecting a stronger showing from Ned, but I, I think the, the, the bigger surprise in this was that Randy Marsh had so much love. I was shocked. Uh, you know, if you were just looking at the comments, uh, you would have thought Randy Marsh would have dominated this, uh, he was getting so much love from the crowd, uh, you know, so many great Randy Marsh gifts and picks. Uh, so thanks for all the uh, all the participation, all the love. Uh, but I'm I, I'm happy to see Ned moving on. I think he's a, a great competitor. Obviously, we ranked him number one overall for a reason. Uh, would have been a shame to see him go out in the first round. Definitely probably see Randy again in a future tournament uh, uh, under different uh, standards. Uh, I think Ned's going to have a real tough time going forward, though, uh, not being able to just uh, solidify that matchup uh, kind of back and forth throughout the day. Uh, he's going to be facing off uh, against the winner of the tidy whitey battle and uh, not referencing these guys as physical physique, uh, more their uh, prowess for wearing uh, little man right underwear uh but hal wilkerson just dominated 142 to 33 over walter white uh this was uh interesting the goofballs really came out here yeah this was uh you know on one hand it was surprising to me uh because walter white and breaking bad you know that's such a culturally relevant show it's so you know in the zeitgeist where uh, where Malcolm in the Middle was not so much. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm not surprised because Hal definitely, you know, had has that, you know, fun-loving dad kind of side where Walter White, I think, is not a quote-unquote good dad, you know, in the second season going forward. So... Not exactly surprising, but uh, still, I mean, a trouncing like that is 
very shocking. Very shocking. Again, uh, one of our highest uh, vote totals ever uh, up until something a little later. But uh, with these first two matchups, like I said, watch out for those goofballs. You never know what might happen. Uh, jumping down to our next uh, one versus eight and a huge, huge upset here. Uh, Charles Engels losing 102 to 75 to Dan Connor. Uh, Dan clearly not happy with his coming out and showing he belongs with the big boys um, really putting on a show did you see this coming I absolutely did uh, I I thought that this was a very likely outcome going into it uh, you know I think that because Charles Ingalls was from kind of a bygone era you know I think there was a lot of love for him from people of a certain generation but Dan Connor was uh, definitely uh, beloved as well. And, you know, I think that Charles Ingalls is certainly, you know, I think kind of like Atticus Finch. I know throughout time, people have kind of grown to resent him. Uh, <laughs> so, I, no, I'm not surprised at all. I, and, you know, I, 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 am I bummed a little bit? But Dan Connor's a great character, too, so... Uh, I'm excited to see where we go. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, goes further in this tournament, honestly. Dan could make a uh, uh, going to be facing off against Michael Bluth, winning 91 to 66 over Stephen Keaton. Um, a lot of people thought there was an upset coming here, but uh, the Bluths are naturally sneaky, and the Flower Child really just didn't have that killer instinct to, to get it done. Uh, interesting uh, match. Uh, with Bluth going up against Connor in the next round, I can easily see the Connors living in a Bluth model house. Uh, this should be a big one. Uh, what do you have to say about it? Yeah, uh, like I said, I could definitely see uh, Dan Connor moving on over Bluth. Um, you know, I think that just putting up the shows against each other, it's a, it's a no contest. Uh, I think that Arrested Development would be moving forward. But... The character of Dan Connor, I think, uh, is a much more likable character than Michael Bluth. So, uh, you know, I, I'd be on upset alert here. Yeah, yeah. Although I could see the uh, Connors supporting any Bluth politician also. Uh, jumping over to the other side, um, we've got uh, Carl Winslow, uh, 124, and they're just trouncing uh, over Martin Crane, 37 from Fraser. Um, another four over five blowout. Most of us saw this coming. Um, personally, I think you know, maybe people just didn't agree with the plot hole that uh, John Mahoney, the actor that played Martin Crane, had already appeared on Cheers years before, and it just didn't make sense that he could now be <laughs> Frazier's dad. Um, you know, they've talked about doing a Frazier reboot. What if, uh, you know, he's played a cop before. What if we got Martin Lawrence to play uh, Frazier's dad in a Frazier reboot? Then then I think the results might have been a little different here. But uh, Absolutely. Uh, Carl definitely, Carl uh, is, uh, is a force to be contended with, I think. Yeah, this, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. I, I you know, we, we can talk about the next matchup here in a sec. But uh, Carl definitely had a real strong showing. I... Uh, I, again, I think if if it was just Frazier versus Family Matters, I think Frazier would have moved on. But uh, you know, I, I just don't think there was a ton of love for that character. 
um, Martin, uh, not Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, like, like, yeah, I, like said, I said, I think this next round is going to be a little tougher matchup for old Carl Winslow. Yeah, he, he's going to end up uh, going up against a, a, a early, early favorite for this whole tournament, Uncle Phil, who comes out of the gate and beats Jim Hopper 143 to 25, uh, setting some records here. This is our most individual uh, votes for one contender that we've ever had, our biggest margin of victory. Um, I think, you know, it, a lot of us saw this coming, and it's, uh, it's a sad day for Jim Hopper. He's a good guy. Um, but, um, you know, at some point the pain has to end and we had to put him out to pasture. Yeah. Uh, you know, that this one wasn't a surprise at all. It's, you know, the amount of votes he got was, uh, inspiring because, you know, he, he was my pick to go all the way, uh, in our first episode. Uh, so, you know, I, I still think he looks like a strong favorite, um, I think that he is going to put a hurting on Carl Winslow, but yeah, he can't, it, you, oh. you know, J Jim Hopper was also not a great competition for him. I mean, if he would have went up against Dan Connor, let's say uh, uh, another eight seed that, that it might've been a little tighter. Um, Jim Hopper, I think there, there just wasn't a lot of love there. Jim Hopper was not Buster Douglas in this situation. No. Um, Jumping up to our uh, last quadrant, and wow, Oof. did it go down oh, last mama. night. This might be the greatest match in uh, the limited pop tournament history that Absolutely. Uh, it, it is going to exist for a while. Uh, the Master of Meat versus the Baron of Beef, Hank Hill versus Bob Belcher, and this one was back and forth all night. Um, before we get to the final score, did you see this coming uh no not at all i mean y yes i saw this coming that this was going to be the closest match of the tournament of the first round uh i didn't see a match this close and this intense going up to the wire down to the wire up to the wire i i, I <laughs> wow that was I mean, that's a new you one gotta go one direction or the other yeah, yeah. but uh <laughs> I mean, yeah, really, no, this was this was the Detroit Pistons and uh, Denver Nuggets in 1983. Nobody wanted to lose this match. I uh, I was I kept refreshing, you know, every 20 minutes checking in and uh, telling my wife Rebecca like, oh, Bob's in the lead now by two. And then you know I check 15 minutes later. Oh, Hank's in the lead by one now. Oh, Bob's up by four now. You know, it just kept going back and forth. It was absolute insanity. I mean, it felt like, you know, watching a basketball game or something where, you know, as soon as it seemed like one guy got momentum, uh, you know, Hank would get an and one and all of a sudden it would just twist the other way and it, it was absolute insanity. You know, I, I, I'm happy for Hank. I, uh, I, I'm... I voted for Hank, full transparency. So I'm happy that Hank I voted won. for Bob. But I'm upset. Uh, but <laughs> but it, it was, I'm just happy it was a good match. You know, you know I, I would have been the happy. Fans, yeah, the fans really came out this one. It was a packed house. Everybody was there on their feet. Uh, 
I'm glad uh, I, I kept looking outside, making sure that there weren't going to be people fighting against each other, you know, burgers being thrown at each other, spatulas flying everywhere. But, uh, you know, Hank comes out on top and definitely a, a worthy winner. Uh, moving on to face uh, yet another I, I just want to say, I, I just uh, came up with this, oh, go ahead. A, a name for this match so that we can refer to it in the future. The Thrilla in Vanilla. Because, <laughs> you know, they're, they're just both very uh, white characters. And I don't think there's ever been like one of those historic boxing matches where it's been like two white dudes. So I think that that can, uh, you know, we can call you know, it boxing that. existed uh, back in the 1900s. Though. Oh, the, there was. There just wasn't <laughs> any nicknames for the for the bouts. <laughs> I don't think anybody well, nobody, was creative enough. Nobody was promoting them. No. Uh, no, this was uh, this was a matchup uh, to behold. Uh, like you said, uh, two very very evenly matched uh, competitors. I think their wives would have been best friends uh, outside of this. They neither of them have a butt. Um, but still are somehow sex symbols uh, to many people. So, but like I said, Hank, uh, the Texan moves on against another Texan. We've got coach Eric Taylor, not coach Hayden Fox, uh, which is a little confusing there, but uh, coach Eric Taylor beating Ray Barone um, in pretty dominating fashion. Probably one of our more boring matchups here in the first round, but um, I think coach Taylor has a uh, clear eyes and full hearts going forward. Um, can 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 he move on and dominate in this bracket? I am worried. Uh, Coach Taylor is my favorite. Uh, you know, he's my favorite dad in this tournament. Uh, and seeing him come out only getting 80 votes uh, and now having to go up against Hank Hill, who just got 108, uh, squaring off against Bob in the what will now be henceforth known as the Thrilla in Vanilla. It is not something I'm looking forward to. I really hope that the people come out in support of Coach Taylor. But I'm a little worried. Is East Dillon going to going to be able to send out enough uh, fans? Because Arlen, Arlen really had a strong showing. I mean, this is this is a classic Texas Dust Bowl right here we have coming up uh, in just over a week. Um, but that rounds it out for our first round matchups halfway through. Um, any thoughts going forward? You know, now that we've seen the way people have been voting, uh, any uh, matchups that you think might be looking a little different to you? Um, you know, looking down the rest of the bracket here, I think I think Frank Costanza and Fred Sanford is going to be just a, a a bloodbath. I think uh, the two are really going to hammer it out. And you know, who doesn't like uh, watching a couple of scrappy old guys uh, smack each other around for a while? Yeah, um, that, that's, that's yeah. definitely the the premier match of uh, the second half of this first round. I think. Um, you know, I, I think George Jefferson is going to come away with the upset over Keith Mars. Um, you know, we, we said in that first, uh, in, in our first episode that that seating could easily be flipped around. Um, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, yeah. The, I, I'm really excited to see 
this round two matchup between Ned and Hal. Um, you know, with the yeah, that could with get the amount really of love Hal got, uh, could could be interesting. Yeah, Hal is a. Uh, I think he's a sleeper in this, even though he's a four seed. Uh, I don't think you look at this and go, "Oh, well, the dad from Malcolm in the Middle is going to be one of the top contenders." But uh, definitely uh, could uh, sneak through to the final four. Um, we've got Danny Tanner against Tony Soprano going on right now. Uh, really hope you guys all get out there and vote. Uh, remember, you can vote on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, we really appreciate all the interaction. Um, any final thoughts from you, Ryan? Yeah, you know, I just want to repeat, uh, you know, I, I said something in the Facebook group today, but, you know, this is all kind of your interpretation of world's greatest TV dad. You know, we don't want to say uh, world's greatest TV dad means X, Y, Z. It doesn't mean the dad you most want to be your dad. It doesn't mean the dad you would want to leave your kids with. Uh, it doesn't mean the dad you think is the coolest or the show you like the best. It can mean all of those things or none of those things. You know, I, I think just the greatest TV dad, however yep. you see that. Um, very, very well put. So, uh, you know, keep that in mind as you're voting and going forward. Again, thank you so much to uh, everyone who's voting, uh, everyone who's checking in every day, everyone who's listening, everyone who's inviting new friends. Uh, you know, we, we truly appreciate all of you and uh, the uh, outpouring of support is truly inspiring. Yes, yes. And lastly, thank you to Jimi Hendrix Energy Drink, Taste the Experience. Um, we'll see you again next time.